3: On today's show, we'll take a look at Jeffrey Epstein's 18-month prison sentence and the perks and special treatment he received during this time. We'll also talk about the ongoing investigation into his actions, learn more disturbing information from victim Virginia Roberts, and get into the details about Little St. James Island and who and what might have happened there. Finally, an arrest and a death. I'm Mike. I'm Ian. And
2: I'm Dave. If you thought... Uh, If I could interrupt real quick before you guys get started, and I just had a few things to say. Uh, I've, I've never been on an airplane before. I don't know what an island is, and I don't know anyone named Jeffrey, and I have definitely never seen an egg dick in my entire life. All right, carry on, fellas. This is Necronomapod.
0: Billionaire businessman Jeffrey Epstein was arrested in New York Saturday on federal charges related to sex trafficking. The 66-year-old hedge fund manager has long been accused of sexually abusing underage girls. In 2007, he pleaded guilty to two prostitution counts in Florida as part of a controversial deal to avoid federal charges. He was sentenced to 13 months in jail. Former Miami U.S. Attorney Alexander Acosta handled that deal. Acosta is now Secretary of the U.S. Labor Department. In February, the White House said it was looking into the handling of that case, and a federal judge is weighing whether to invalidate the agreement. Epstein once counted President Trump and former President Clinton among his friends. He has a bond hearing scheduled for Monday.
3: Welcome to episode 89 on (laughs) Jeffrey (laughs) Epstein. We're still here covering this
2: fucko and then we're going to ride off into the sunset and never be heard from again. I think we know way more than Jeffrey about Jeffrey Epstein than we ever thought was possible. How many lives do
3: you think we've ruined now where all of our listeners, whenever they see a hard-boiled egg, are now just going to think <laughs>
2: of old, old egg dick?
3: <laughs> Next time you go to like just mow into a hard-boiled egg, just think about, uh, could be Epstein's penis. You never know. I think I do that now. <laughs> When you have your daily hard boil. That. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're back here for uh, I think this has been the month of Epstein, although we've crossed over now. We've left April. We're into May. Yeah. The last one was in May, too. So I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Wasn't part three. Did that came out? When did that come out? What day is that? <laughs> that came out. May 2nd. Yeah. So here Boom. we are. I have this cool thing called the calendar that gives you all that information. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking great. I have lost touch all sense of our time when it came to Epstein. So, all right. Well, we're back, back again. Um, I can't remember if we ever did covered this. I was thinking about this earlier today. I'm sure we've talked about this at some point because we've talked all things food at some point in time. What is the most overrated
1: kind of food in your opinion? I, we did talk about this.
3: I think someone asked us once, yeah. but I don't
1: remember. My so, answer is still the same as last time we talked about it. <laughs> you remember wow. your answer? That's good. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Lasagna. Okay. I oh, meant like,
3: ty- right. like type of food that like Italian. Or oh. Like, for example, I know Dave isn't. I don't know if this is his answer, but I know he's not huge on Mexican food. So I don't know if, like, that's...
2: Oh, that's you know, my answer for sure. I <laughs> took a lot of shit on it last time. I didn't say it was terrible. Uh, well, I just said already, it was overrated. We've already talked about Fuck this. Fuck off. Then we don't even have to get into this then.
3: <laughs> Fuck them. They can go back and find it in the archives. <laughs> on that, whatever that episode was, we did it. Yeah.
1: What else you got for us? That was it. Oh, okay.
3: We got uh, part four to get through So let's just dive on in, then.
1: <laughs> Catch you on the other side. So where we left off on part three... Police chief Michael Ryder and Detective Joe Ricari were at a complete loss for what to do in the case against Epstein. They had more than enough evidence to put him away for life, but the state prosecutor backtracked on pursuing the case. Ryder requested the FBI assist further, and the FBI found a lot more damning allegations, incredible witnesses and victims. Even with the FBI's investigation, on top of everything Ryder and Riccari found federal prosecutor of the southern district of florida alex acosta didn't think that federal charges were warranted i mean really did he actually do
2: anything come on there's no evidence of that
1: (laughs) (laughs) without victims being notified epstein was allowed to sign a non-prosecution agreement that allowed him to plead guilty to one count of prostitution and one count of procuring a minor for prostitution There was no mention of any of the victims that Ryder and Ricari had put into their probable cause affidavit. It only mentioned one, and that was Mary. She was 14 at the time that that happened. And it only said that she was a prostitute, which, like we said last week, is not a real thing. There's no such thing as an underage prostitute. It's child sex trafficking. Another aspect of that non-prosecution agreement that we talked about was that Sarah Kellen and Nadia Marsenkova had immunity from any charges being brought against them. And this is something that I didn't include last week and I didn't actually know. The wording says, and quote, all potential co-conspirators. So anybody that could potentially have had something to do with this. You know this guy had something.
2: um, A lot of high-placed Government people to make that kind of agreement happen. All co- po- all <laughs> potential co conspirators. <laughs>
3: Who gets yeah. a deal like that? Well, and that's probably why what, uh Ryder and Ricari, Ricari were told to back off right away. Like hey, you're getting into stuff that you don't need
2: to get into, let it go. Yeah, whoever the Florida official, right, told him to back off. Yeah. The unnamed Florida official. The one that he didn't say the name of. Yeah. The one who's probably got pictures of his cock in places where it doesn't (laughs) need to be. He's like, hey,
3: back off, palies.
2: I think there's lots of pictures of lots of cocks in lots of places that they shouldn't be. No, Dave, that was just, I
3: was texting you pictures of those places in my house where I put a hard-boiled egg.
0: It wasn't a cock, it was an
3: egg. I just, I like to sometimes take, you know, some artistic pictures of hard-boiled eggs in random places oh it was it was artistic art yeah (laughs) something wrong with putting a hard-boiled egg between your butt cheeks it's
2: art try a soft-boil one that takes talent
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right stay
2: tuned to our next instagram live video
1: So that immunity effectively shut down any further investigation into Epstein, like just completely killed this. And on June 30th, 2008, Epstein pleaded guilty and was sentenced to 18 months in prison and would have to register as a sex offender. And none of the victims were notified about this. This was done in complete secret. It's wild. They did it. They didn't even announce a court date at all. He just showed up. Walk kind of walked in the back door. The court did his deal and left. So
2: quite protected.
1: Rich people inhabit a completely different world, as we've discussed many times in the past. I, I feel like now that I've read everything, you know, I finished the book, I finished, you know, I read everything. Epstein's even above rich people in how he was treated Like, wealthy people don't even get treated this good. Like, it's insane.
3: Probably because of what he had on people. Oh, yeah.
1: It's rich people plus blackmail. Yeah, rich (laughs) and blackmail. Like, the ultimate power trip. In Florida, convicted sex offenders are sent to state prison. But in Epstein's case, he was sent to the Palm Beach County Jail and given a private wing of the jail just to himself. (laughs) Ridiculous. (laughs) He was given work release, which is something that convicted sex offenders don't get, but Epstein got it. He was allowed to leave jail for 12 hours a day, six days a week, and go wherever he wanted, basically. He could go to his house or his office, really whatever he wanted to do.
3: He's got his wing of this uh, this jail. Meanwhile, there's nine guys to a, a, a bunk yeah. and all the other cells <laughs> around, Yeah, you know, because they weren't rich and probably weren't
1: white mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. else. This guy gets a fucking wing and in and out privileges. Yeah, right. When he did return home, sometimes he was accompanied by a deputy, which we'll get into that setup in a minute. But these deputies would have seen at the house Sarah Kellen, Nadia Marsenkova, and now Sean Luke Burnell. If we remember, Burnell is the one that is the modeling. uh, Mm -hmm. Sending him over from Europe, right? Yeah. He the one that sent the triplets? Uh, I don't think he was the one that was behind the triplets. Twins. The, they were triplets. Um, yeah. Okay. He's the one that there's the, the text message proof of with the young girl and holding up the sign or letter that says to Jeffrey from Jean. Come on, Jean-Luc. Be better. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think there's much. I was reading about that guy more in detail. He's quite the piece of work. Is he still around? Still mm-hmm. kicking? Yeah. Mm. He's like in his seventies or early eighties. Mm. All right. We'll be careful and be nice. <laughs> Can we get him on the show? You want to interview him, Ian? No. I actually wouldn't like talking to him. He's okay. a pretty, pretty gross individual. Ian mm.
3: <laughs> um. would just interview him like Michael Scott talking to Toby. Why do you choose to be the way
1: that you are? <laughs> <laughs> like when he goes, who do you think you are? He's like, I'm Toby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> brunel was now living at epstein's house and like we just talked about we know without a doubt brunel was trafficking young girls for epstein so epstein is just allowed to go back home and hang out with all his um all his friends that help him traffic it's not right Agreed.
0: (laughs) Doesn't seem right.
3: I've literally been uncomfortable for four straight weeks. Like there's
2: no hope in sight. This is just is what it is. John Wayne would not have allowed this to happen. You think though? Look here, pedo pilgrim. John Wayne's America child fuckers go to the gallows.
3: John Wayne. Anti-pedophilia. Exactly.
2: Anti-communist, anti-pedo. Well,
1: anti-minority, too, but that's another story. (laughs) Also, during this work release, Epstein was allowed to use his own driver to drive him around to his office or wherever he was going. So he had those deputies with him, but they were, like, kind of just trailing behind
3: him, like, not doing much. More like fucking Secret Service than they are, you know, like his, you know, prison guards. Yeah, right. (laughs) like walking around looking like you have your own security detail no
1: they're fucking watching you because you're a creep stain well they're supposed to be Mm. when epstein was actually at jail his cell door was left unlocked so no 8 p.m lights out and a locked cell he was given full access to the attorney inmate meeting room where he set up an office with a tv that he could use at any time (laughs) For the four hours a week He was there <laughs> yeah.
2: It's like the scene In Goodfellas yeah. Where they're Cooking yeah. dinner right. And uh it Comes in with bottles of wine yeah, right
3: yeah. Actually it seems nicer Because there was just Four guys in one room That's true He's he got his own wing. room He yeah. had a wing <laughs> I got mean, And uh Oh who are the older guys Vinny Is there an old Vinny mm. I can't remember The key is you gotta Slice the garlic thin So it dissolves In the <laughs> olive oil And not too many onions <laughs> Too many onions Easy on the onions
1: Yeah <laughs> Henry's out selling pills.
3: I about we, could, could we just do a show on that movie? I'll talk about that whole damn movie.
1: <laughs> this next bit here seems like an extreme con- conflict of interest, but while Epstein was serving the 18-month sentence, he paid the jail $128,000 for extra things he needed, including he paid the overtime for the deputies that we just brought up. That doesn't seem right. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, the commissary is
2: expensive. I guess you know, a box of macaroni and cheese, ramen. No.
3: <laughs> so he he's literally paying the guys who are supposed to be
1: watching him. He's got to register as a sex offender when he's done with this, but he's paying their. But
3: literally, his prison guards are in his pocket.
1: He's paying all their overtime.
2: Yeah. And I'm guessing on his private island, they don't keep track of registered sex offenders. So it no. doesn't really matter, you know, <laughs> yeah. practically Can
3: you speaking. If he had written that <laughs> that law and then he's like, fuck, why did I do that? Can we buy an island?
1: I mean, I would buy an island. I mean, island.
3: we're going to get into it in a little bit. He didn't pay that much for an island. I want cooldown, yeah, but VDI. that's also like
1: ninety-eight money, right? Yeah, that's I don't true. Know. Yeah.
3: Still, we can we can find something. Yeah. be last nice. Left over from like a nuclear testing site, no big deal. I'll just be ours. One of those Pacific
2: atolls where the French used to test their nuclear d- bombs. No problem. I'll go
3: first. <laughs> I'll go first. Test it out.
1: I was watching that Skinwalker Ranch show last night on History Channel. Oh, how is have, that? I like it. It's yeah. a little cheesy, but yeah. you know. Um, but that guy. He's got Epstein money. The guy that owns Skinwalker Ranch, like that's what yeah. I would be doing if yeah. I had that money. But
3: you'd be putting it to good use, not fucking kids. You no. you'd be buying
2: Skinwalker
1: ranches. Ranch, yeah.
2: <laughs> where you might see some aliens, and he'd be in a fucking portal somewhere, going to another land, if you're another
3: rich, world, if another rich, dimension. If that rich, you just make your own dimension, right? And when you're that sure. rich, when you're stupid, fuck you, rich. You just make your <laughs> own dimension. I mean, essentially, they're living in their own worlds, anyways, right? Why not make live in your own dimension? Like, right. No, I don't acknowledge this in my dimension. Yeah, right. Whatever. Maybe one of us could start dating Melinda Gates and we can get some of that money. I nominate you.
0: <laughs> <Have> <laughs> I was
3: thinking you. Wow. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll give her one date.
2: One date. We'll see. Is that if it's enough fun? to get half of her fortune, you think? One night with Mike? Can you bring back college Mike and give her one night with college Mike? <laughs> To secure the Gates fortune. That back ain't what it used to be.
3: I don't know if college might come back. Now there's hips popping, cramps. It's just a whole thing. It's a to-do. Happens to the best of them. It's a to-do.
1: So where were we before before
3: I took us off like I-71 and started trailing down some dark road?
1: Those deputies that monitored Epstein's office and he's paying for their overtime... Uh, they were more like butlers than anything else. They were required to wear suits and check in visitors for Epstein, who, of course, was allowed to have visitors whenever he wanted. Like they were just supposed to welcome people. And like I, don't, I was thinking about this when I was writing this part out. I'm like, I, I can't imagine you. You know, those cops were not thrilled with that at all. Having to think, do that, unless they were getting cash payments. You know, that's true. He was paying their overtime.
3: And who knows how much else? Probably just giving them tips, you know, like Henry Hill style when he's selling those pills and mm-hmm. just putting $20 bills in everyone's pocket or $100 bills.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
3: mm. sure that was going Allegedly. on. Allegedly. He was taking care of everybody. I'm talking about the movie Goodfellas. <laughs> <laughs> the book Wise Guy, though, is really good.
1: Mm-hmm. On top of Epstein just being allowed to have visitors whenever he wanted, after he served his time, the sheriff's office destroyed all the visitor logs of who was coming to see Epstein. They said it was due to their records retention program, but no other visitor logs were destroyed for that <laughs> time period. <here. laughs> Only Epstein's. Oh, oh, okay. fuck is
2: going on here?
1: <laughs> okay, cool. On July 22nd, 2009, Epstein was released from jail five months early and had to register as a level three sex offender, which is the highest and be on probation until August of 2010. He really fought that too. a probation no the sex offender like Uh, trying to not have that happen but new york wasn't budging on it what did new york have to do with it uh because they his sentence said like everywhere that he had a residence oh that makes sense okay yeah Yeah. so like new mexico he had that ranch there and all that stuff yeah that ranch is fucking cool by the way i've actually never seen pictures of
2: it man it's unbelievable let's buy it (laughs) then they show they showed it at the beginning of that uh Documentary, oh, didn't they? Like I the overhead heard. drone shot of that ranch out there? Maybe. It's super cool. All right, I'll make an offer tomorrow. I'll write one up. You guys <laughs> right. see what you think. If you make Melinda come, they're uh, <laughs> still <show. laughs>
1: take care of that. Dave, I assure you that is not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> that probation included that he check in every 90 days. However, he never checked in once with any law enforcement agency, whether it be Florida, New York, New Mexico, uh, which is a felony. And you would be thrown back in jail, but there were no repercussions for this. Oh, that's weird. Around this time, police chief Ryder is on record saying that this case was, quote, the worst failure of the criminal justice system in modern times. Even worse than Casey Anthony being falsely <laughs> accused of murder. What time? What That was, uh, was that this
3: time? It's not after this? When was the timeline on that? Casey? Yeah. Um...
2: I don't know. Got me. I don't I, I fuck. We'll ask you in a trivia show sometime in the future. <laughs> not like we did two parts on it or anything. I'm trying to bring Casey bit back. Doesn't work anymore. Yeah. yeah fucking
1: retired. You broke
3: K Fabe on, on
2: that one. Damn it. You broke K Fabe on that one.
3: It gave your true feelings.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. In August of 2009, Palm Beach police captain George Frick came across Epstein walking in the middle of the afternoon, which was at a time when he was supposed to be at work. Uh, we haven't brought up Officer Frick, but he's just as good of a member of law enforcement as Ryder and Ricari. Frick was involved in the investigation into Epstein from the beginning, and he did a lot of the interviews with victims. So Frick contacted Epstein's parole officer, but he was told that it was all right. Epstein is allowed to go out and exercise. It's <laughs> <laughs> a free world, right? <laughs> <huh? laughs> <laughs> Along with that exercise, Epstein was allowed to make numerous trips on his private jet to New York and his private island in the U.S. Virgin Islands. I'm real.
3: Um, I looked it up. Casey Anthony was found not guilty on in July of 2011. Um, so they were accurate up until that point. That still could change a year later. Casey okay. Anthony was not a part of this discussion at the time. <laughs> There's so many listeners like you motherfuckers are screaming 2011 into their, you know, whatever devices,
1: smartphones. A couple months later, in September of 2009, the details of the non-prosecution agreement were made public. And since these victims were completely thrown away by the justice system, their only recourse left was to file civil suits against Epstein, to which he settled them all out of court. In part one, we briefly brought up a guy named Alfredo Rodriguez, who was Epstein's house manager in Palm Beach from 2004 to 2005. When everything went down, Rodriguez stole what has become known as Epstein's Little Black Book. In November of 2009, Rodriguez was out of a job looking for money when he attempted to sell the book to an undercover FBI agent for (laughs) $50,000. Rodriguez exchanged the book for the money with the agent started counting the money. And that was it. He was now in FBI custody.
2: What's the big deal?
1: Why is it illegal to sell a book? Well, this book in particular, like he should have probably turned that over. That's the deal. Yeah. That book was filled with all kinds (laughs) of stuff. Fair enough.
3: Rape a bunch of girls. Walk free. Hold a little black book. (laughs) Prison. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's
1: right. Yeah. He, uh, I know he he said that he took it as insurance because he he knew things and he thought yeah, for sure he sure. was going to end up dead. I would agree. Uh, from the FBI notes, it said, quote,
3: Rodriguez was then detained for obstruction of official proceedings. Title 18 U.S. Code Section 1512 and questioned after Miranda warnings were administered by agents. Rodriguez waived his rights and signed a written waiver of those rights. Rodriguez admitted that he had the documents and book in his possession and had never turned them over to local law enforcement or the FBI. In addition, Rodriguez advised he had witnessed nude girls who he believed were underage at the pool area of his former employer's home, knew that his former employer was engaging in sexual contact with underage girls, and had viewed pornographic images of underage girls on computers in his employer's home. Rodriguez was then released from custody for further investigation. He was then sentenced to 50,000 years in prison. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, because they arrested him. You know, they kept this investigation open and they arrested him again for it. And on June 18th, 2010, he was sentenced to 18 months in federal prison for corruptly concealing records. So we got the same sentence. Yeah, that's nice. Except he was
3: not put in a county jail (laughs) in a wing for two hours a week, allowed to exercise. Had his own security detail.
2: (laughs) What do they say in Office Office Space? Put me in federal, pound me in the ass prison. (laughs) He wasn't in the county jail. Oh, that movie is so fucking funny. I haven't seen that in a
3: long time. Can we do an episode on that one too? Oh yeah, do Goodfellas, do Office Space. Let's
1: just do a podcast on movies. In April of two thousand ten, as part of all those civil lawsuits, Epstein's flight records were obtained, and those had a whole list of people that had been hanging out with Epstein and flying on his private jet. And I figure this is probably the best spot to get into, uh, get into the island. And it's worth noting, as we go forward with the island stuff, those flight logs don't necessarily mean people went to the island. Not everybody on there went to the island. Or even flew on a plane because Bill Clinton's on those logs and he's just
2: certified that he had never been on an airplane. <laughs> he doesn't even know what an island is. Yeah, so how could you not go to something up. if you
3: don't know what it is? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what a clit is. I've
1: never been there. <laughs> well, Mike, I know what a clit is, you motherfucker. <laughs> Teach me, Mr. President. <laughs> the island named Little St. James Island sits between the larger St. Thomas and St. John Islands in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Epstein bought the island in 1998 for $7.9 million and took to calling it Little St. Jeff's Island, which is very creepy. Fucking weirdo. Weird. Yeah. Especially in the context of what this whole story is about. Should have called it Little Sunny Side Up
2: Island. There you go. Because yeah. you know, it's sunny because it's an island and he has an egg there. Yeah. Just sunny side <laughs> up. Either. Just sunny side <laughs> up. <laughs> Call it an eggland. An eggland. <laughs>
1: Once he had ownership, Epstein put in huge palm trees, multiple buildings, and a helicopter pad. There aren't a ton of details about specific rooms or things like that on the island, but some former employees of Epstein's have spoken out about their experience. According to an anonymous employee, Epstein had two offices in the main house of the island, and no one was allowed in those office spaces besides one maid this employee said that they had been told epstein kept a lot of locked security boxes in in these offices the it guy that worked on the island said that he saw bill clinton lies (laughs) all lies (laughs) and also said that the walls were covered with pictures of nude young girls probably underage which it's pretty much the same as the palm beach mansion
2: and the uh, new york the manhattan mansion yeah and not probably every other <laughs> fucking mansion <laughs> is as the, the
1: ranch in new mexico yeah well, yes yeah. the thing that stood out to everyone once pictures of the island started hitting the media was a huge temple that was that's white with blue stripes and it has a big gold dome on top of it <laughs> jesus have you seen pictures of this? Thing? I have not, no. It's it's odd looking. It's like everything looks like this luxurious, you know, this really, really nice island, and then there's just this weird church looking temple. Mm. I'm gonna look this up now. Was this an uninhabited island that he I think so. it was like overhauled and yeah, it was owned by some company, mm. something like LLC or whatever uh, owned it, right? something like that. And then... That is obnoxious. Isn't it say. weird? And make it big so I can see it. Well,
3: <laughs> I ignore my Oilers game in the corner.
2: What the hell? That's like something you see like in Saudi Arabia in the desert or something Yeah, in Mecca on your Mecca pilgrimage. Hmm. Interesting. I noticed the dome is almost egg-shaped. Just <laughs> 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 saying it you think Epstein painted his cock for Easter? Oh yeah, like like dipping Easter eggs. Oh. <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> take that bait. <babe. laughs> there were some terrible jokes to be made. <laughs> I got a hold of the ringtone for the phone on the island. Yeah. Did you ever hear that? Mm-mm.
0: The incredible edible egg. <laughs>
2: Is that too dated?
3: Do you guys remember that commercial? I remember that. I don't know, remember. what? What is it for? I remember the, the jingle.
2: Just selling eggs. The egg council or whatever. Okay. United Egg Farmers of America. People that sell eggs. <laughs> so that was
3: the ringtone or the doorbell? Or? Yeah, that's how the phone rang. Every day doorbell at, too. Every day at noon, the dome temple, the bell would ring <laughs> <That's right>. that.
1: <laughs> no one really knows what the purpose of this temple was former workers described it as a music room with special acoustics and it had a grand piano inside for Epstein to play. And then other workers said it was a gym. So who knows what it was for? I have Um, an idea what it was for. That's just me though. (laughs) Another odd detail about the temple is that it has a huge wooden door that has a massive locking bar on the outside which would make you think that it was meant to lock someone or something inside, not lock people out. Mm. People go down the rabbit hole with this, like theorizing that there could be some elevator in there to this underground area for abusing underage girls. Um, there, I think it was Vox did an interview with somebody regarding this conspiracy theory, like someone that builds things on an island that's like a credible human being said that it was po- it's possible to do something like that, but there's no records of any construction like that going on. So, I mean, obviously Epstein does whatever the fuck he wants, yeah, so he right. could probably do something like that. Doesn't seem easy, though, on an island. You can't go
2: down no. that far and talking about underground bunkers and stuff. I mean, they had him in a lot of James Bond movies, but, you know, <laughs> it seems <laughs> a little ridiculous.
1: You know, I think people... You know, especially people prone to conspiratorial type thinking and with certain things. They let their mind wander into these these wild scenarios of this underground bunker with all these teenage girls. When from victims accounts, it was pretty much just out in the wide open. The I.T. guy that was there because Epstein had a full cell phone tower on this island. So he always had this guy Mm -hmm. there doing maintenance on it and stuff. He's gone on record saying multiple times that he saw naked girls with older men at the pool area. And he knew damn well that they were not 18 or older. He's like, I don't need a fucking bunker. I do whatever I want. Yeah. Even when I get caught, I go to
2: jail and I do whatever I want. So right. what do I need to spend money in a bunker for? And the island is
3: tiny. Like, it's smaller than I expected. I just looked, I was looking up pictures mm. of it. Like, it's it's just like a big property. But yeah. it's just, it's an island. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know.
2: I don't know. Where well, I was going with that, other than it's smaller <laughs> than
3: I expected, <laughs> seven point nine five million is probably pretty good price for that.
2: It seems like when you're doing that kind of stuff, you might want to get an island that's not part of U.S. territory and maybe that doesn't have an extradition treaty. Maybe he could have.
3: Well, Dave, we don't know what the market was like at that time. There's nothing available. <laughs> he bought what he bought.
2: <laughs> you're gonna fucking lecture Epstein on real estate? Come on. <laughs> Just saying, if I was doing these sort of things, I might want to be out of reach of the U.S. jurisdiction.
3: That's all. Maybe go find one of those remote, <laughs> blown-up islands over <laughs> right. in the Pacific, Pacific nobody's ever going to want to go look at.
1: <laughs> With a radiation poisoning the second you stand, yeah. step on the island. Uh, according to court documents regarding the island, girls as young as 12 years old would be flown out to St. Thomas and then from there, taken on to the Lady Ghislaine, to the island. And the Lady Ghislaine is the the yacht that her dad bought her back in the eighties. Fucking twelve years old. Yeah, so you know. So gross. I found online the um police interview things with the um the twelve year old triplets from Really Paris, yeah. I'm like, you know what, we've got graphic enough on this. This is not Ugh, awful. No sense in throwing in 12 year old girls I agree it serves no purpose to talk about that getting to the flight logs there's a ton of big people on this Um, but can look we were just talking about conspiracy people getting all crazy with the underground bunker stuff there were fake flight logs posted online that conspiracy people Mm. especially QAnon people have ran wild with oh well everything QAnon (laughs) believes is 100% accurate so maybe they're onto something Tom Hanks was on that that list that all right wait QAnon a minute Mike's not gonna stand alive. for this he let <laughs> oh a fuse as soon as I read it I'm like,
3: no. Go. <laughs> no that is absurd he wasn't really on the. of course Tom Hanks is one of the nicest human beings in the world <laughs> I've read this in people magazine year after year after year
2: <laughs> Mike Come on. people a lot of people think you sound like Tom Hanks can you I do, have do a reading and and repeat something like bring me a 12 year old Jeffrey and let's see if it sounds plausible I will not give you the satisfaction (laughs) of having that sound clip. (laughs) I have
3: never heard that until doing this podcast when we started 2019. Mm -hmm. So by then I was, I don't know, 33 years old. I had never once heard in my life that I sounded like Mm -hmm. Tom Hanks. Uh, Probably because people see me, you know, when you isolate just a voice, it's it's different. different. But then we've had two or three, more than that. We've had multiple people say I sound, it started with I sounded like fucking, uh, Woody from yeah, yeah. Toy Story. <laughs>
1: right. Which is Tom Hanks. Yeah. Which is Tom Hanks.
3: And then it was uh but that's what I mean. Like they would just say, yeah. Oh, he sounds just like Woody. There's a snake in my boot, whatever he says. Uh and then it just grew into sounds like Tom Hanks. I mean you know, I don't yeah. think Tom Hanks has the greatest voice. and I think my voice is atrocious. But if I'm gonna be compared to anybody,
1: Why yeah, not? give yeah. give me Tom Hanks. Sure. Yeah, Tom Hanks was on that list, the fake list, the Q and N list, hmm. Oprah. Really? All the... Uh, I have never been told they sound like Oprah. <laughs> yeah, no.
2: You get a car and you get a car and you get a car.
0: <laughs> Everybody gets a car.
3: Oh, now we need to do a, a movie podcast on the burbs also.
2: Put down the list. Oh, good fellas, yeah.
3: Office Space, the burbs. We're getting quite an itinerary. That's
1: a good one. That's a good show there, buddy. So the, the actual logs, there's still some really big names on there. And the biggest name is Bill Clinton. What? (laughs) Clinton shows up 12 times in those logs with some stuff that makes your mind wander, like even makes my mind wander. For example, a lot of those trips say stuff like Bill Clinton, Secret Service, Jeffrey Epstein, and then just female. And whoever the female was, they're given a number based on how many of those unnamed females were on the flight. So some of them say like, you know, they have a one, two, three oh, next to their Awful. Name. I'll tell you who wasn't female. It wasn't Hillary. And I left her at home. <laughs> Hillary was not on Hillary. any of those logs. <laughs> <laughs> Can't confirm she was not on any of those <laughs> plane rides. Boys trip, right? Uh oh, boys trip. Well, Sarah Cowan was on a bunch of those. Oh, NASCAR trip. Well, she,
3: you know, she was employed. She had to make sure that the well, a schedule was working. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about a fuck schedule when it comes to pedophilia.
1: <laughs> Bill Clinton says that he never went to Epstein's Island and only flew on the jet for that 2002 AIDS charity in Africa and three other times, but that was all for Clinton Foundation charities. I mean, it
2: depends on your definition of never, doesn't it, Ian?
1: <laughs> so, yeah, he admits the four, he admits the four times, but the other, uh, what would that be, Eight? That, that that's just not accurate that even though it says secret service and stuff that just that just didn't happen i mean with new math i depends on what you mean by eight I, you know it could
2: mean different things
1: virginia roberts who we've read some of her court documents and we'll be talking about her a lot in this episode later she says that she 100 saw bill clinton on the island but never saw him doing anything illegal or acting inappropriate. It was just like he was there eating lunch is when she saw him. Um, Epstein's land manager on the Island, who is the IT guy that was doing all the cell phone tower stuff. Um, he also said he saw Bill Clinton on the Island, but again, nothing inappropriate. He was just um, his recollection of it. He's in that documentary. He was talking. He's mm. like, he's like, hey, I was doing some work and looked over and there's Bill Clinton sitting there eating lunch. He was like, huh? Yeah. All right. There's Bill Clinton. It is not illegal to eat lunch. No, it's it's not, Mike. I agree. (laughs) But according to Bill Clinton, that never happened. None of that. Also true. (laughs) I guess it depends on your definition of lunch. eh?
3: (laughs) (laughs) And what your concept of geography is.
2: (laughs) I've never been out of Arkansas. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) President (laughs) of (laughs) what?
1: Naomi Campbell flew on Epstein's jet four times but said that she didn't know what Epstein was up to and she said that she was introduced to him by an ex-boyfriend Virginia Roberts says that Naomi Campbell witnessed abuse of underage girls and was on the island multiple times to corroborate Virginia's claims to some degree there are photos of her and Naomi Campbell in the same room Mm, that's disappointing I like Naomi Campbell
2: that's a good looking woman there I would have to pull an Ian and Google. I don't think I know who. That <laughs> I, is. I know who
1: she
3: is. Oh, always. what is she? What was she in? She's a model. Yeah. Oh, never mind.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> she's she's no Giselle Brady, so I'll pass. No, well, that's your opinion. Prince Andrew, Duke of York, shows up on the flight logs only one time, which I would venture to say is not accurate at yeah. all. Right. <laughs> but uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff we're gonna get into with Prince Andrew in a bit. I can't wait, Ian. Gwendolyn Beck, an independent candidate that ran for U.S. House of Representatives in Virginia back in 2014, she's in the flight logs 15 times. She's also photographed together with Epstein, Prince Andrew, and Melania Trump at a party in Mar-a-Lago, which just hit me that Epstein was supposed to be banned. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good good point. (laughs) But...
3: Uh, He's a very Inconspicuous guy <laughs> like he, he, he can just get around No one notices
2: It was a soft ban A soft ban <laughs> He can come depends, and go As he wants it Just in like prison
1: what, Depends what your Definition of ban is <laughs> yeah, That's right That joke will know You can do that joke For everything <laughs> Beck denies knowing Anything about Epstein's crimes She has confirmed Though that she Received a couple Massages <laughs> while, at, while at Epstein's house uh, but not, she says, but but not by underage girls. So she just knows that oh, she checked their ID.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> she received over twelve thousand dollars for her campaign, donated by Epstein, who at the time had already pleaded guilty and was a registered sex offender. So she knew that at least. Yeah. Lawrence Summers, an economist from Harvard. The Treasury Secretary during Clinton's administration and the economic advisor of President Obama. He shows up on those flight logs five times. Former President of Colombia, Andre Pastrana, shows up once on the flight logs. Uh, this was a flight from Venezuela to, to Nassau, which is pretty close to Epstein's Island. Ever been to Nassau, Mike? I've been to Nassau before. It's, I have it's not. Nice. No
3: been to st lucia It's mm, in that area i've ever been yeah all nice i'm sure it's all yeah, yeah. fantastic not so sold on little
1: st james yet but you know <laughs> maybe someday you'll visit there <laughs> maybe someday <laughs> here's a burn for writer and ricari joel Pashkow. Uh, was a member of the Palm Beach Police and Fire Foundation and was chairman of the Atlantic Realty Trust and Board of Directors for RPS Realty Trust. Um, he was also a member of Board of Governors of Real Estate Securities Institute and National Realty Committee. So all ties to police and the, a lot of realty committees that from Epstein's neighborhood that were involved in that stuff. Uh, He flew on Epstein's jet eight times. Hmm. Tom Pritzker, one of 11 billionaire heirs of the Pritzker family and is CEO of the Pritzker organization and executive chairman of Hyatt, like the Hyatt uh, Hotels. Big fan of Hyatts. Yeah. 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 Those guys are loaded, the Pritzkers. That's big, big time money. He only shows up on the flight logs once, but Virginia Roberts in court documents says she was forced by Epstein and Ghislaine to have sex with him. There's a ton more on these logs, but these were the bigger ones that stood out to me. The the logs are filled with U.S. and foreign politicians, celebrities, people from academia. Like, I'm looking at all these names, like there's some Russian looking names. Mm. I'm like, I'm sure they're Someone important. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to pronounce them though. We're gonna leave those out. (laughs) Not gonna, not gonna,
3: not gonna make my outline.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back.
1: Throughout 2011, there were a ton of court proceedings, mainly civil suits and the victims filing motions to have that plea deal thrown out because none of the victims were notified of that deal and it was kept secret. This would be a 10 part series if we went into all the stuff.
2: Yeah, let's do it. Fuck yeah, (laughs) dude. Uh,
1: But there's a we're going to get into just a tiny bit of the emails later, but there is so much email proof that Alex Acosta's office was working with Epstein's lawyers, specifically Alan Dershowitz, in an extremely unprofessional way to keep things secret. Mm. Like, there's an email of one of Acosta's assistants, something, saying, like, let me look up that law. Let me see if we can do something with that. Like, let me look up... Unbelievable. You're looking up the law for the person that's in trouble.
2: Uh. (laughs) Like...
1: (laughs) People just get
2: steamrolled in prison. It's like the justice system in this country. And just to read stuff
1: like this is infuriating. Yeah. In September of 2011, U.S. District Judge Kenneth Mara rejected the U.S. Attorney's Office argument that it was under no obligation to notify victims prior to that non-prosecution agreement with Epstein because there were no federal charges filed against him. This was the first and small win for the victims but you know there's going to there would be a ton of more legal steps to go through. In 2012, Epstein hired a PR firm to kind of rebrand his public image as a quote celebrated philanthropist and renowned educational investor. That's what he was publicly being being called like on his like website, all that kind of stuff. How much did he spend for them to come up with
2: that fucking tagline? <laughs> I don't know,
3: but that fucking exact wording is on my resume. <laughs> so, I don't is that know. how you just introduce yourself to yeah. people? Yeah. Hi, my name is Mike. I'm a celebrated philanthropist and renowned uh, educational investor. That's what your business card What can I says, do right? for you? <laughs> I, I, I turn it around so then at the end they feel like I'm interviewing them to see if they're good enough for me to help them. That's the key.
2: That's the key to being successful. What can Mike do for you? It's on the back of my business card when you flip it around. You pass it out like an American Psycho. The color is bone. Yeah. Oh, I compete with my business card. That's, the gr- that's maybe my favorite scene of that
3: whole movie. So when great. he gets so fucking upset that someone has a better business card than him. That's the best. Oh, uh, episode four of our movie podcast. <laughs> so go. we're going to be doing uh, Goodfellas, Office Space, The Burbs, and American Psycho.
1: Man, that's a good day at the theater, there, buddy.
3: Oh, tell me.
1: Epstein also started donating millions of dollars to scientific research and sponsored global conferences on ways to achieve world peace and save the planet. He also funded cancer and educational research projects around the country. Bad money
2: for good causes. This guy's a fucking pariah, just trying to buy himself
1: back into polite society and it's uh working apparently yeah, i mean and that's what we brought up on part one when we kind of just introduced the the series is he literally has his tentacles in every aspect yeah, of right. society and what did what was the quote someone used he's a genius with no morals yeah Something no, like no that. moral compass yeah no
3: moral
2: compass like the guy that did 20
1: years at uh
2: tower tower financials yeah. That was called yeah and
1: for that ponzi scheme Yeah, that's right epstein carried on with this rebranding donating and renovating his island and presumably sexually abusing underage girls then shit hit the fan for him in 2015 alfredo rodriguez served his 18 month prison sentence for withholding
2: actually in jail yes in federal prison (laughs) (laughs) what
1: (laughs) what But now in 2015, he passed away from cancer. I guess he worked in like asbestos stuff Ugh. a long time. And mm. so he, he passed away from that. Shortly after he passed away, Gawker posted the contents of the black book online. The book is 95 pages long with 1,971 names in it. God
3: damn. Also known as my college
1: nickname <clears throat> book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Gawker has since gone away, but a link to it does exist online. Yeah. Cause the Hulkster bankrupted him. Mm-hmm. Well, it was really <laughs> the guy from them. PayPal. Peter Thiel.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they outed him. As that being, too. Yeah. 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 But Hogan won like a hundred so, million dollar
3: judge. Oh, I, right? I didn't know the PayPal thing. I just always thought it was the Hogan thing because mm-hmm. they, they released the sex tape, right? With Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. The one where he was cucking Bubba. Yeah, right. Set up by Bubba. Though. Yeah. Bubba was in it. Yeah. And then he was just talking all kinds of, you know, his yeah. racist rant yeah. about Brooks Dallas cowboy boyfriend or something like yeah. that. And I can't believe I just ate. I feel like a pig. All I, no, I just- have not watched it, Dave. <laughs>
2: Apparently, you have. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. No,
3: I've, read, I've, read, I've read the, the racial transcript of well, it. That that like, yeah. I don't need to see the little
1: Hulkster on the Hulkster.
3: <laughs> I don't need to see that 24 inch python, if you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, the PayPal guy funded all of pretty much all of Hulk Hogan's legal fees to fight. But that's what I mean That happened first And then he's like Well I'll show you guys
2: And he funded Hogan right Yeah Which ultimately bankrupted him Yeah, yeah. So it was because of the Hogan
3: thing But the PayPal guy Was the money behind it all Right Because okay. Gawker yeah. outed yeah. him As being gay yeah, publicly right. mm-hmm. Outed the PayPal guy mm-hmm. So he had an Okay Why was Gawker so Kind of like Scummy. Aggressive Like Yeah Like no No journalistic integrity I guess I mean, with this with this Epstein thing, okay, like you're kind of rooting for them. But like, I don't know, it just seems odd. Maybe that's
1: when they're out of business now. But yeah, it has a lot of the same names we've talked about, uh, talked about Bill Clinton. You know, Chris Tucker's name is in the the tons of people. what, (laughs) 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 And tons of girls and young women who were presumably some of Epstein's victims in january of 2015 virginia roberts filed court papers in florida alleging that she was forced by epstein and gillane to have sex with prince andrew and alan dershowitz when she was underage before we get to her 2015 filings virginia had been doing a lot behind the scenes of everything that we've been talking about in september of 2002 at the age of 19 Virginia flew to Thailand and attended the International Training Massage School. Ghislaine gave her tickets to travel to Thailand and instructed her to meet with someone to obtain a girl from Thailand to bring back to the United States from Epstein. I'm not 100% clear on if that girl was underage or if this was an of age person, but regardless, Hmm. it was a trafficking thing. Unreal, this guy while at the massage school she met robert Goofrey, an australian martial arts trainer and the two got married quickly after she contacted epstein and told him that she would not be returning as planned and she and her husband started a life and family in australia and virginia broke off contact with epstein and Ghislaine. in her court filings she talks about that she saw this as her opportunity to to break away yeah, from I'm, them i'm sure <laughs> For five years, Virginia and her husband lived a quiet life in Australia with their kids. And their fosters. In 2007, Virginia said that she received a series of phone calls over a three-day period. The first call was from Ghislaine, then one day later a call from Epstein. Both of them asked if she had spoken to the authorities. This was followed by a third call from an FBI agent who stated that Virginia had been identified as a victim of Epstein. She didn't want to she resisted speaking at length to the FBI until she was approached again about it in person. And this time it was by the Australian federal police. And I'm sure it's just so traumatic to
2: bring that up again. Cause you know, you think I go to Australia, I left all this behind me. Finally, I got rid of
1: these fucks and yeah, you know, to have it resurface like that yeah. is probably terrible. Virginia was part of the civil suits that happened in 2009. Uh, but at the time she was known as Jane Doe 102. But when her daughter was born on January seventh, two thousand ten, she got the courage or you know, fire under, or however you want to put it, and publicly spoke out about her experiences with Epstein, Prince Andrew, and Alan Dershowitz. Which has to be terrifying, you know, to speak out and, uh, against high level people like that. You don't know. Yeah, you talk about a bullet in the head earlier. I mean, who knows? Yeah, very. I mean, yeah, very important, powerful yeah, people. Yeah, right her first story was published in march of 2011 and it featured a photo of virginia and prince andrew when virginia was 17 years old the photo was taken at Ghislaine's home in belgravia london and it shows prince andrew with his arm around virginia and Ghislaine's off to the side virginia described being trafficked to prince andrew at least three times when she was 17. She said that Epstein and Ghislaine took her to Tramp Nightclub in London, where she met and danced with Prince Andrew, and then later that night, while going back to Ghislaine's home, Ghislaine told Virginia to, quote, do for Prince Andrew what you do for Epstein. Virginia also said that one of these times she was trafficked to Prince Andrew was an orgy on Epstein's private island that involved her, several underage girls from Eastern Europe, Prince Andrew and Epstein.
2: Isn't there some interview with Prince Andrew on this where he's sweating profusely trying to answer these questions? I recall mm-hmm. seeing that. Saying he's never
1: seen her before, yeah. met her before, right, even right, right. though the picture is right yeah. there.
3: He could have, though, just had eaten kung pao chicken previous to going on <laughs> camera, like George in Seinfeld when he gets interviewed. And maybe he was sweating because of that. I mean, anything is possible. I don't like, that's a great point. I'm not a member of the bar. I'm just saying, you know. He might have had some Kung Pao chicken. <laughs> that uh,
1: that interview did no favors. Regardless, for him. he's clearly lying in, <laughs> in the interview. It's Yeah, it's really uncomfortable to even watch it. It's like. He pulled the shaggy defense, but that, <laughs> no one was buying it. No. <laughs> no. He's
3: like, it depends what your definition of me in that photograph <laughs> is. <laughs> Do photographs really exist when you think about it? Well, yeah, they do. Right here. (laughs) Look at this photograph. (laughs) Every time I do, it makes me laugh.
1: Once he did that, like once this news broke and then he did that interview and everything, the British press just started roasting Prince Andrew with daily headlines like, Prince Andrew and the pedophile are suddenly the talk of New York (laughs) (laughs) in time to show this right Royal clown, the door. (laughs) Boom. Those smarmy Brits. (laughs) There's (laughs) a, there was was a ton of them, but those were the two that stuck out to me on the list. I bet the queen loved that, right? (laughs) Mm, Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) But I I was reading about him. There's, there's a lot of other issues to do with him with people he's, dealt with Mm. he kind of almost seemed like the embarrassment of the royal family like he has that slimy look about him yeah like all kind of prince andy prince andy
3: Mm. do you think he's a slime bag
1: (laughs) he just has that look he's 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 up to no good like a lot of financial shit
3: well if you were 119th in line (laughs) wouldn't you just be like fuck it i don't give a shit yeah, I probably would. Like, I'm just born a royalty, but I'm never going to achieve anything. Right. I'm never going to reach the crown of the throne. Like, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm not saying I'd become a pedophile, but I might be a tad bit of a rule breaker.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough.
3: Yeah, it, I'm not it. trying to justify <laughs> that. Let that be clear. <laughs> Prince Andy can go fuck himself. But Mike, what I'm Mike's saying, setting up a future alibi, I feel like, over here. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, you're that close to the throne, but you will never get it. But you're royalty... Come on. Just walking into a pub. I'm
1: the prince. I will drink for free. Pour me a pint. Yeah. Mate.
3: Pint of your finest
1: ale. (laughs) It it sounded like he was. He's like the part of a family that everyone's like motherfucker, like just looks at him all the time like, the fuck are you doing now? Who invited Andy? (laughs) (laughs) After Virginia's story was published, the FBI made contact with her again, this time at the U.S. consulate in Sydney, and it seemed like the ball could be rolling to have Epstein and Ghislaine held accountable for something in this situation. Going back to 2015, here are some of the details from Virginia's court filing. Harvard law professor
3: Alan Dershowitz was around Epstein frequently. Dershowitz was so comfortable with the sex that was going on that on one occasion he observed me in sexual activity with Epstein. I had sexual intercourse with Dershowitz at least six times. The first time was when I was about 16, early on in my servitude to Epstein, and it continued until I was 19. I have recently seen Alan Dershowitz on television calling me a liar. He is lying by denying that he had sex with me. The man I've seen on television, described as a former law professor, is the same man that I had sex with at least six times. Dershowitz also knows that Epstein had sex with underage gir- with other underage girls
1: and let me out to other people, but he is lying and denying that. Well, there you have it. The documentary is really funny with that because Alan Dershowitz is running his mouth and saying like, she's never publicly accused me. It's always been in these lawsuits and court filings and stuff. And he's like, I challenge her to publicly say that I did this. And then it cuts to her and she's like, Yeah, Alan Dershowitz, rape me. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like in these past cases that we've talked about where there's like corruption and, and things, that there's a lot of failing upwards. And there's some more here. In 2017, Alex Acosta was nominated by then President Donald Trump to be the U.S. Secretary of Labor. At his confirmation hearing in 2017, only one person from Congress questioned Acosta regarding his decision to give Epstein that deal. That was Catherine Clark of Massachusetts. Defending himself at the hearing, Acosta said, quote, Facts
3: in this case were presented to a grand jury that actually recommended a charge that carried no jail time at all. At the end of the day, Mr. Epstein went to jail. Epstein was incarcerated. He registered as a sex offender. The world was put on notice that he was a sex offender and the victims received restitution. This is where he put up that meme. So that
1: was a lie. (laughs) So that was a fucking lie. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty astounding, you know, watching the video of his confirmation hearing just a straight face. No Uh hesitation saying that Epstein went to jail. Did his time, All like, right? The fuck. Well, the thing for me though is like the victims received restitution. You mean when they
3: filed fucking civil suits and you settled out? Like that's not restitution. <laughs> like,
1: mm-hmm. good
3: I don't point. Know, that's just a, like they didn't even know, the, you know, the deal he had worked out for. So that is a straight up fucking lie. Yeah. That part at least.
1: Yeah. When Acosta was brought on as Secretary of Labor by Trump, he told the transitioning team that he had only met with Epstein's lawyers. Once back when the deal was being negotiated and that took place in a hotel that did not take place in any office or anything that was in a nearby hotel. Oh, that's so weird, with huh? Alan Dershowitz and all of them. <laughs> Whatever. Acosta didn't say who told him this, but that he quote was told to back off. Epstein was above his pay grade. I was told Epstein belonged to intelligence and to leave it alone. The implication being he was a CIA asset. Possibly going back to that. Mm. Passport we talked about in part yeah. one. Cunty McCuntlips. Yeah. That, was the, that was his passport name.
3: Or, or is that all just a cover from like people higher up who Epstein had shit on that there's like, no, 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 no. He's an asset to us.
1: Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You'll never know. Because I'm sure they weren't people that much higher weren't going to give a cost any details. Yeah. They could have easily told him something like that. On November 28, 2018, rumors started that Acosta was being considered as a possible successor to Attorney General Jeff Sessions, and the Miami Herald published an investigation detailing Acosta's role in the Epstein case. That story revealed the extent of the collaboration between federal prosecutors and Epstein's attorneys in efforts to keep the victims from learning about that plea deal. Like I said earlier, they had the thing about Oh, let me look up that law. Let me see if there's a law that we can <laughs> pull <Yeah>. that off. <laughs> um, but the Herald describes another email from Epstein's attorney after his off-site meeting with Acosta. And this is what the the Herald wrote. Thank you for the commitment you made to me during our, our October 12th meeting, Lefkowitz
3: wrote in a letter to Acosta after the breakfast meeting in West Palm Beach. He added that he was hopeful that Acosta would abide by, by a promise to keep the deal confidential. You assured me that our office would not contact any of the identified individuals, potential witnesses, or potential civil claimants and their respective counsel in this matter,
1: Lefkowitz wrote. The Herald also pointed out certain aspects of Acosta's non-prosecution agreement that violated federal law, they wrote.
3: As part of the agreement, Acosta agreed, despite a federal law to the contrary, that the deal would be kept from the victims. As a result, the non-prosecution agreement was sealed until it was approved by the judge, thereby averting any chance that the girls or anyone else might show up in court and try to derail it.
2: <laughs> I don't know how you explain
3: this. This, this is unreal. Know? There's a fucking judge walking around right now who's like, oh, yeah, I,
1: pr- I approved yeah, that. I right, signed off on that. Right. Virginia Roberts and the other victims, some who have been named, some who still go by aliases, Really fought to keep Epstein in the courts in hopes that eventually that non-prosecution agreement would be overturned or he would be held accountable for some of his crimes. Then on July sixteenth, two thousand nineteen, Epstein was arrested for sex trafficking charges by the New York branch of the FBI's Crimes Against Children Task Force at an airport in New Jersey as he was on his way coming back from his island. Just stayed at the island, fucko. <laughs>
3: Well, but at this point do you blame him? I mean, he did his 18 months and literally did whatever he want yeah. wanted at this point. Like you have to be feeling untouchable, right? You do whatever you want. I mean, looking back it's I agree. Yeah, you'd be fucking laying low the rest of your life on your island. But this guy got caught in quotes paid everybody off, did whatever and mm. and had a luxurious little time yeah, with it. Yeah. So why would you not just keep going about your life when you were in jail, you were going to New York, you were going yeah, to Florida.
2: Right. So I don't know. It's just like that. It makes sense. In his mind, he owns the world. Any normal person, if they dodged a life in prison bullet like that would make at least a few substantial changes to their life <laughs> yeah. and behavior if to I, try not to be in that predicament. But like you said, he, he's uh Invincible, he feels invincible and no one can touch him.
3: If I stole the Snickers bar from a gas station, I would not show up to that (laughs) gas station for five years. <laughs> like exactly sorry that's just right. me. That's just me. Five years at least, they would they would completely. I would I would make sure I had grown, I had aged. Maybe I would shave my beard off, and then I would go back to go steal a Kit
2: Kat or a twelve pack of Miller Lite or a bottle of Boone's Farm, whatever. They still have the VHS tape in the back. They they bring it up. <laughs> you still uh, had Snickers uh, five years ago, <laughs> fucko.
3: I walk in like fucking the feds come out kicking down <laughs> kicking down the beer cooler doors. <laughs> Get down on the ground. <laughs> you owe us 79 cents (laughs) i'm just saying though if i'm stealing the snickers i'm not coming back for a while this guy's smart smart and normal that's what the normal person would do that's why i haven't been caught for any of my crimes well
1: that's a great great point i think probably the other thing with with some of this too is that when was he released what was that 2000 10, 10, 11. Well, we've
3: of it was 09 because we were confused about the Casey Anthony thing. Yeah. So I
1: think it was July or August of 2010. Or is that when his probation ended? Maybe that's when his probation. Regardless, you're talking almost 10 years of still doing whatever the fuck you want. So that was all behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's a good point.
1: I'm going to find it. So you just you keep going going. According to witnesses and sources on the day of his arrest, about a dozen FBI agents broke down the door of his Manhattan townhouse with search warrants. The search of his townhouse turned up evidence of sex trafficking and also found, quote, hundreds and perhaps thousands of sexually suggestive photographs of fully or partially nude females. Some of those photos were confirmed by law enforcement to be underage girls. He was released from prison in July of 09. So this is literally 10 10 years years, later. So yeah, he's just living his life, doing his thing. Right. In a locked safe, they found compact discs with handwritten labels, including, quote, young redacted name plus redacted name, miss miscellaneous nudes one, and girl pics nude. They also found in that safe $70,000 in cash, 48 diamonds, and that fraudulent Austrian passport that we talked about in part one. Cunty. Mm-hmm. Diamonds, like what is this? Some kind of fucking like spy movie? Like you just yeah. cash and diamonds just hanging out. That's if you gotta get out of the country real quick. What were the names of the tapes or the stuff that they found in Michael Jackson's home? Uh, there was Wasn't one there that was really? like the like and I was titled an All Boy Anthology. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad I finally watched square one and it it, it leveled my head out and i got the truth
3: of the matter because, oh, we were so brainwashed during those, those two episodes. We didn't even know what we were talking about. I'm so glad I watched square one and I learned the truth of just about how terrible the justice system is. And they just went, they targeted Michael Jackson for no reason whatsoever. He never fucking diddled any little kids. I
2: agree. I didn't like the way that you guys badmouthed the uh, the king of pop on that show. And I <laughs> pushed back as much as I could, but then you guys threatened me. So I kind of went along for it. But yeah, pretty sure. Dave got the most hate of any of us for those episodes with his little, uh, <laughs> he, he. You know, they,
3: I believe one of the, one of the comments was they didn't like that how Dave used a, a feminine voice to portray Michael Jackson. Like no one's ever heard any of his fucking music before <laughs> yeah. or heard him talk ever.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like that's how he like, talked. I wasn't doing
1: you, a bit. That's you how I that make him
3: sound effeminate. You were literally doing an impression of him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You were called something over there.
1: Something yeah. like,
2: uh,
3: probably a misogynist. Like we're always
2: called. <laughs> it was kind of along those lines. Yeah. Something Yeah. like I wasn't doing a slur. I was doing his actual voice. So I like. resent the implication. Yeah, he, he.
0: That, whole ser-
3: that whole series <laughs> took, took a massive turn when those square one people found it
1: yeah, they they
3: were fired they didn't
2: up. like
1: that or fired up did not oh. like it on July 8th prosecutors with the public corruption unit of the Southern District of New York charged Epstein with sex trafficking and conspiracy to traffic minors for sex. The grand jury indictment alleged that, quote, dozens of underage girls were brought into Epstein's mansions for sexual purposes. Didn't change a thing. Not one thing. Mm. Epstein requested to be released on bond, offering to post $100 million <laughs> with the condition that he would also submit to a house arrest in his New York City mansion. U.S. District Judge Richard Berman denied the request on July 18th saying that Epstein posed a danger to the public and a serious flight risk to avoid prosecution. I think that's that whole diamonds.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And the fact that he owns an island.
1: (laughs) In a fake passport.
3: (laughs) Hey, good job, uh, Richard Berman.
2: The honorable Richard Berman. (laughs) Finally,
1: someone's shutting this fucker down. Thank you. Good call, Pally. On July 19th, 2019, Alex Acosta resigned from being Secretary of Labor. But not before leaving, he proposed that funding be cut from his department's International Labor Affairs Bureau from $68 million down to under $20 million. That agency fights against human trafficking, including child sex trafficking, child labor, forced labor. So make of that what you will. Yeah, sounds about right. On July 23rd, Epstein was found injured and semi-conscious at 1.30 a.m. on the floor of his cell with marks around his neck that were suspected to be the result of either a suicide attempt or an assault. His cellmate and former New York City police officer Nicholas Tartaglione, who was charged with four counts of murder, was questioned about Epstein's condition. He denied having any knowledge of what happened, and Epstein said that he couldn't remember anything. Google that guy. That guy's terrifying
2: looking. I know. Holy <laughs> shit.
1: He probably fucked Epstein up Cena. Oh my God.
2: That guy's a monster. Mm. I like how they're cellmates and he's just like, yeah, I don't know what
1: happened.
3: Yeah. Where the fuck are you going to be? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> wh- what?
1: That's a Bill Clinton. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: I wasn't in the cell. <laughs> yeah. Depends on your definition of no. is.
0: <laughs>
1: According to NBC News, two sources said that Epstein might have tried to hang himself. A third said the injuries were not serious and could have been staged, and a fourth source said that an assault by his cellmate had not been ruled out. Which that seems like the most likely of. Yeah. <laughs> That's in third place right now, but maybe.
3: Yeah, what the fuck do you think happened? When
2: you're in a locked cell with one other person, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm playing the odds. That's my guess.
3: Don't know. Didn't hear a thing. Didn't hear a peep. I was just sitting in the corner, you know, playing cards, playing solitaire. Next thing I know, you guys come busting in. He's laying on the floor. Unconscious. I don't know. Shit.
1: (laughs) Then on August 10th, 2019, Epstein was found dead in his cell at the Metropolitan Correctional Center in new york city at 6 30 a.m and that is where we will pick back up on part five part
2: five what
1: (laughs) only part five (laughs) i would have swore we're at
3: least on part eight
1: (laughs) in part five we'll go over the details of epstein's death the autopsy the independent autopsy the guy who did that independent autopsy um, and then everything that's been going on with Galen. We'll get into why the guy who did the autopsy chose to get into the field of autopsy,
3: <laughs> uh, why he decided to, be, you know, get into all of that and his interests in life, his dating profile and mm. currently his where are they now? Sorry.
1: It's going to be a whole bonus episode on this guy pretty much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, so did Epstein actually kill himself? Because every meme I've seen in the past 18 months seems to suggest that he did not. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I well, I feel though. like
3: that's a conversation for next week, is it not? Like, <laughs> I
2: think it is, you know, yeah.
3: <laughs> also, <laughs> I hope people don't think there's going to be a whole big debate because, you know, we know as much as every fucking meme out there, <laughs> which is nothing, and it's just
1: people being people. That's why I want to get into the guy that did the independent autopsy and yeah. who he was hired by because he has a, uh, even though he was in some really high, high-level positions in life, He's not really the most reliable individual, <laughs> <laughs> like everybody else oh, in this story. Oh, this whole story. <laughs> um, yeah, and then wasn't we'll, that the same kind
3: of thing with John Binet? Wasn't there some kind of shit? Was it the it wasn't maybe it wasn't the autopsy? It was just the crime scene? I know the crime scene they fucked up. They moved her body. They covered her with a blanket. They did all that shit. Yeah, but wasn't like they cleaned the house? Yeah, you know <laughs> they had fucking people in and out of the house bringing donuts and probably pineapple and milk. Yeah. Wasn't there a question with the autopsy or no? I know, or was that the
1: only legitimate part? I know Werner Spitz, who, the guy who figured out that mm. it was turtles that caused the mutilation on the genitals of the boys in uh, West Memphis 3. He did an autopsy on aft well after, like not, you know, just looked at her bones and stuff. Mm. And he had some different opinions on like her head, what caused the injuries and stuff.
3: Oh, did we get into that in that, that series? I don't remember that part was okay. four parts, Mike. I know. I'm That's hey, forget. To this just, day,
1: it's my favorite thing
3: we've ever covered. That was the most hmm. interested I've ever been in a topic. It's good to know. And then there's Egg Dick.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's breaking the record.
3: Somebody reminded us last week. I think we talked about maybe it was a bonus show. Shit, I don't know about episode or series topics that have went four parts. And we had said on the, on air Scientology and John Bonet, We forgot to mention West Memphis Three. There have been three topics that have went par- four parts. There is now only one. The egg stands alone. The egg <laughs> stands
0: alone.
3: <laughs> Hi-ho, in and out it goes. The egg stands alone. Oh, boy.
1: Risqué. <laughs> I'm trying to find this thing on, my, on our uh, Facebook group, or the Facebook group that's ran by fans. But I did a... um. I did a poll on there a couple of weeks ago, just out of curiosity of just how
3: going ahead and fucking running independent polls. There <laughs> over the valley.
1: Is there something we should be aware of? I just wanted to know how many people in that group thought that he, uh, that Epstein killed himself <laughs> or yeah. was murdered. Very small amount of people thought that he actually killed himself. Overwhelming that he was murdered. Mm. A lot of people think he's still alive too. I have seen some of those. Yeah. Well, I'll- I, I, We'll wait till next
3: week because, okay. frankly, I don't fucking know the story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and we'll wrap the whole thing up by covering his New Mexico ranch because there's some really, really creepy, odd things mm. that went on out of that ranch. Or that's weird. Rumored. doesn't
2: fit in with the story at all.
1: <laughs> some some really odd stuff about his love of science that he you know was real into, like mm. some genetic stuff to preserve him. Oh, God, this fucking
3: guy. When you have so much money, what else are you going to do? How can I live longer? Right? What else can you do?
1: If I remember correctly, I haven't looked into it in a long time, but it was like to like move his genes or whatever into the future, like (laughs) preserve something about himself into the future.
2: Yeah, we don't need any more of this guy. (laughs) No. No. We need to wipe you off the fucking (laughs) face of the earth and all your history. Okay. All right.
3: We got any other final thoughts on part four? I know we kind of summed it all up just now, but um, anything that stands out to you guys about this episode?
1: I mean, that whole jail thing, like just being able to leave whenever you want. It's shocking. Get a whole wing to yourself. Yeah. Actually, it's not
2: shocking, but it still, I
3: mean, it's just shocking to hear about like, to, yeah. to, like, you know, you hear about perks, but you don't like, that's the most I've ever heard. Yeah. He wasn't in jail. He not slept in a bed and, yeah. That was inside of a jail <laughs> yeah, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I, fucking what was it? His, his Butler or whoever had the black book did like 18 hard months for having a fucking little mm-hmm. notebook in his pocket.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, the FBI tried to say that he, him, him withholding that hurt the case. And it's like, Nothing could have heard that. Oh, if, oh if that's what did it. <laughs> that, it right. wasn't the
3: fucking nudie photos lining the walls. <laughs> it was that book that did it.
1: Right. Yeah. Like the cop saw a nude photograph on a wall of one of the victims in the affidavit. <laughs> right. And he still didn't get in trouble. Yeah. Like he wasn't going to get in trouble for this. I find the girl, um, Virginia Roberts, to be pretty credible, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't see any reason yeah. for her to not. Well, she tried to leave this life, right, and got sucked back in. Yeah, she yeah, she she escaped
3: from it. She wasn't looking for this. Nothing to gain, yeah, at all. By any was married so. had
1: her life and went about it. Yeah. She would. There was nothing positive to happen from her coming out about this stuff, besides the courage or you know standing up to it and speaking out yeah. about it for herself. But you know, of course, she was going to get shit from all kind of people. when yeah, You're talking about right. Prince Andrew. That's it. I'm looking forward to part five to stop reading about uh, human sex trafficking. Yeah, I imagine so. Every part of this, I just end up kind of hating society a little more.
2: Yeah, that's every day I'm alive.
3: (laughs) All right, we got some patron shout outs. Got a decent amount. That's always promising. Thank you very much to Virginia DeLorenzo, Jason Rice, Jessica Ellison, Chill Valentine, Nick Thompson, Kara Doobie, Hybris69, Unkindness of Ravens13, Lord, uh, maybe Jesus, Lord G- Gasis, Jesus, Ashley Braxton, Ask Yo Girl About Me, Mark Serta, Zane Smith, Gabby Posada, Denise Wolf, Felicia Beneker, Robbie Mellinger, KMC Tattoo, Lindsey Martini, Kelly Wright, Toriles, Mac and Cheese, Seamus Craig, Sarah, Tyler Conley, Brandon Larson, Shayna Nelson, Emma L., Magelli Espinoza, Lindsay, Ariel Zapata, Stephen Pridey, Haley Hall, Chris Garcia, Carissa, April Easter Day, Shannon Allen, Carrie Nasca, Michael Sersig, Lance Salmon. Is that how he asked us to say it? Salmon? Or is it Salmon? Oh Salman. Lance <laughs> Salman, Starla, Krista Latrell, Alexander buce Busey, Mani Alva, Dina, Diego Botella, Mr. Panky the Blumpkin Pooh. Love that guy. Little shop of burgers. Jordan Hadley pasalacqua Courtney Morgan, Samantha J J N, Brandy Cox, Euritsa Matos, B. Sullivan. Elijah Williams, Michelle, Lee Collins, and Caleb Horton. Thank you all very much. We appreciate it. Patreon.com slash Necronomapod. Ian, what do you
1: have? For iTunes, I have one for DM, DM Bonifo, Kelly, Tapello Toddy, Ellie Rohana, Hepburn 84, Miss Homegrown, Andia, and one that looks like they hit their hand on the keyboard. <laughs> Love those. (laughs) Thank you guys for the awesome reviews. (laughs) Dave, what do you got?
2: Uh, Let me think. Uh, No, I don't really have anything. (laughs) I did. I did used to like bad review corner, but I think it encouraged people to give bad reviews. So I will not dignify the recent bad reviews with the mention.
3: I will just go on record to say that I think that uh, some of the bad reviews recently make me think that it's people who just don't like our show. And then they get very frustrated with the fact that we have such good reviews and we are very highly ranked. And we're what, like four and a half, four and nine tenths of a star or even five stars and have all these great reviews. So despite us, they make up these absurd baseless claims <laughs> and post it. And it makes them feel better about their sad, pathetic lives because we're successful human beings and they're not. And it makes them feel better. <laughs> Because they don't they don't get our show. And, you know, because we I saw a review recently that was just absurd things that we never say or do. Mm. But, you know, they just might not like it. And or and so but they get upset. So they want to try to hurt us. And, you know,
2: well, that's right. Because some of them say, I don't understand why it has all these good reviews.
3: That that doesn't happen often But when it does Like yeah I love when they say that That actually makes me feel better Because it's just like Yeah good Twist the knife a little more (laughs) Fuck you People like this show They like us You don't like it Well
2: right, Get fucked You think it makes them mad Because they don't get it When everyone else does Yeah Yeah I like that too
3: Yeah I really like I love when people are like I don't understand Why this show is so popular First of all Thank you for noticing (laughs) (laughs) Second of all Get fucked (laughs) Because we're doing all right. There you go. It's pretty, pretty, pretty good so far.
1: Kind of like that person that made a TikTok for our... That's like, right. I they forgot took the name, They took our name, yeah. And yeah, they made a TikTok under our name and they just put like the bio or whatever that... I don't like your or like your podcast sucks or something, something. like that. Yeah. that's right. I forgot about that.
3: Uh, and it's like like the, like the TikTok handle is Necronomipod, and yeah. the bio just says "I, I hate your podcast" yeah. or something. And I want I had so many questions yeah. because I was like, first of all, why do you choose to be the way that you are? <laughs> Second of all, like, do you really hate us, or is it like a fan that's just like trying to like you know be like. You know, some fans like to think that they're funny when they joke with us because, like, they feel like they know us or whatever. Third, what part of Dave, Mike, and Ian ever made you think that you would see any of the three of us on a fucking (laughs) talk (laughs) tick? Like, why would we ever? Like, what have we ever done to make people think that that's the social media that we're going after? That's what we want. Maybe it was the YouTube videos you guys produced. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Still not a TikTok, Dave. <laughs> like, I first imagine, of all, we're not
1: you know thirteen-year-olds. That's why I, I, I imagine asking Alexandria fans <laughs> frequent TikTok. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And then we're also not like the kind of people because I don't mean a bad mouth TikTok. It is what it is. It's its own platform that, you know, what have we ever done to be like, hey, we want to put ourselves on video doing crazy things. So to whoever owns that, go
1: ahead. Yeah, have at it. Post some uh, good stuff. Yeah. Someone had sent us that, right? That's how we found out. Like a it. listener sent us a screenshot. I yeah. was yeah. like, hey,
3: just so you know, like, OK, well, they can have that one. Hope they're not trying to <laughs> hope they're not trying to get us to like buy them out, because guess what? We're not interested. (laughs) You go ahead. That's all you. That's all you. TikTok, uh, Snapchat. We're not on any of that. Mm -mm. We are on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter at Necronomapod. Necronomapod Necronomapod.com and Amazon.com. Search Necronomapod. You can find all of our merch. We have a few new items up there that are fucking badass. That fucko shirt in the Mm. NWO style (laughs) is awesome. amazing what else we just had something else posted which one was it there was two shirts weren't there uh mr epstein oh the epstein egg dick shirt (laughs) hilarious (laughs) shirt available right now it doesn't say uh epstein's name on it so you're not gonna you know get in trouble for any of
2: that nope j.e says j.e. j.e. we know what it means inside joke we know
1: yeah but he doesn't know (laughs) His somebody
2: his estate doesn't
1: know. Somebody made a fuck ton of money off Epstein didn't kill himself, shirts and stuff. <laughs> I, when I was I'll Googling bet. stuff about Epstein. Uh, there was a bunch of pictures coming There was one guy that had like an ugly cri- Christmas sweater, but in like... Damn <laughs> I've <things>. seen that.
2: <laughs> in <laughs> like <laughs> Christmas
3: lights yeah. Epstein didn't go. Yeah, like mixed Jesus in with
1: Christ. the... Christ. <laughs> the,
2: the, wasn't it like these lights hung themselves, so, or these lights, just like Epstein, these lights didn't hang themselves on the tree <laughs> or something like that? <laughs> There's so many. Something like that, like, yeah. I think we just came up with our Necronomph
3: <laughs> Christmas card. We take a photo with like fucking, you know, some kind of <laughs> Epstein joke in there. Uh, Also, just want to give a quick shout out before we wrap up. Uh, Dave and I just did a guest spot on That Sexy podcast. Um, Had a good time with them.
2: It was a great time.
3: Yeah. Read some old erotica, I guess, from some of the old porno mags. Some anal stuff. Yeah. We learned the term asshole in, (laughs) which is fantastic. And we're going to use that all the time.
1: I was laughing at that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. but anyways, thank you very much to uh, Stephen and uh, Mercedes. They had us on the and make sure you guys check them out. The that's sexy question mark podcast. Um, obviously, you don't spell out question mark. It is the punctuation, but <laughs> look them up. Check it out. It's uh, we had a really good time on that. It's on YouTube, too. It's on YouTube. You can see Dave and I's ugly faces. Yeah, it was good. Know, actually moving, not just in a photo. <laughs> uh, it's the only time you're going to see him because we're obviously not going to have a TikTok. tock. Uh, <laughs> And then Ian, you were just—and it hasn't been released yet—but you can probably give us the date. You just did a guest spot on the hashtag History podcast.
1: Yeah, they had me on. Um, yeah, it's not out yet. It comes out on May 14th, I believe. And we'll 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 post it on the socials when yeah. it does drop. So since it's not out yet, I I won't spoil the topic. But oh, how intriguing. My mind went to a WWE pay per view from February of 1999. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
3: So. so you mean when they invited you on to discuss Shawn Michaels tights from February of 1999 <laughs> and then they pulled a fast one on you, you were misled. Yeah. Okay. Any rightfully thinking wrestling fan would know that by February of 1999, Shawn Michaels had retired and they'd be like, Mike, you're a fucking idiot. We don't buy that <laughs> joke. He retired in March, March of uh, March 29th 1998 after Stone Cold beat him at WrestleMania 14. I digress. Anyways, hashtag history podcast coming out uh, next week.
1: They were not aware of the WWE pay-per-view from
3: 1999. Hmm. (laughs) They're going to learn today. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, check out our friends, the That Sexy podcast and the hashtag history podcast. And thank you to them for uh, for having us on. We appreciate it. Um, Just spreading the love out here. Maybe they'll have us back maybe so one day well it doesn't sound like Ian's gonna be invited back after his wrestling comments
0: <laughs>
3: and who knows maybe Steven and Mercedes will have us back we'll see I'm pretty sure they might just have Ian back because <laughs> that's who they really want yeah, to be they don't want us <laughs> yeah we can get two fucking drunks anywhere we want fucking Ian who can I talk about I was pretty loaded
2: doing that show well cocaine is a hell of a drug <laughs> that's uh, not what I said <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would be good
1: on that show not funny no like you guys know
2: I mean, we just read erotica. You do the
3: paranormal erotica, you do a good job with that. Yeah. That's we would, true. We would just make you read the erotica
2: and then we would just laugh and talk about it. We talked about incest and uh assholing. Assholing, ass eating golden showers a little golden bit sh- a lot of golden shower talk actually because yeah. I, I suspect Stephen um, from That Sexy <laughs> you? would love to be peed on so I told his wife well, she should definitely get in the shower and pee on him well, so we'll see next okay. time we check in with them if, if steven has been peed on yet so Let's next time so. we're on the That Sexy podcast when it's just Ian and I because Dave's not welcome back <laughs> pee on him pee on him oh.
3: there's a new shirt <laughs> Anyway, so go check them out, and then uh, we'll plug when when the Hashtag History uh, episode with Ian comes out. Make sure you guys are aware of that. So thank you very much. We'll see you uh, next week on Part 43 of Jackson.
1: Are <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready for a cool down beer? Cheers.